I'm really excited for this one. It's a kind of a change of pace for us. It is, yes. Station Eleven, based on the novel by Emily Mandel, adapted by novelist Patrick Somerville. Did you know he was a novelist? I did not know that. Yeah, well, and his most recent credits, one of my shining stars of 2021, frankly, Made for Love. Yes, and The Leftovers he did too, which I did watch some of that too, which is kind of like this. Yeah. Um, made for love you're a big fan and and that was also an adaptation so yeah so but he's a novelist i wonder if that makes him better at adapting source material i i i kind of had that feeling like it would or maybe it would help him spot the good stuff in yeah i mean novels yeah yes the nuggets well you loved made for love i did this we're only talking about episode one but that's right And I know you don't read anything, but the reviews are... Well, you did know, I think... I think I sent you one of these year-end best in TV lists, and this was on it. it was on quite a few. It was on it, so it was was on quite a few. And and it is getting rave critical reviews, so... Yeah. He must, you know, he has an eye for these things. I think so. And I also think he... I think that he is friends with Emily Mandel and he worked with her closely from what I understand. I also want to note that even though he is the one who is really charged with adapting it, his writer's room, as uh, as the actors on the show, represent a diverse set mm-hmm. of perspectives. We have Shannon Houston from another <gasps> fave of ours, Little yes. Fires Everywhere. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I she love her. She was a writer on this. Uh, Sarah McCarran and Kim Steele, two more women. And the tone is clearly set by Hiro Murai, the Japanese filmmaker with the vision for the show, first directed the first episode. But half of the episodes yeah. are directed by two women. Two women. Lucy Cherniak mm-hmm. and 70-year-old Helen, Helen Shaver. Helen Shaver, yes. Yeah. Very, very nice. A lot for us to celebrate on this show. Yes, absolutely. So ah. the first one's the only one we're talking about, and yeah. that you're right was done directed by Hiro Morai. Mm-hmm. Beautifully, oh, beautifully yeah. done. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then the coming ones, we're going to get a mixture here. I know. I'm I'm happy about that. And of course, the book is uh, written by Emily Emily St. John Mandel, uh, published in 2014 which I read then. So we're coming at this show from very different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I read the book early when it came out in hardback. Uh, and I, this is not, we have talked about this, although we're coming at it slightly different. We both come at this from, this is not our cup of tea. No. Anything. Post-apocalyptic. I, sci-fi, post-apocalyptic. <laughs> yeah. This is not our Thing. Tea at all mm-hmm. but and the book wasn't either I don't know what made me pick it up it that's must what been, I was gonna ask you how I, did you I honestly have no idea and you know how I am I I I let books come to me I find them wherever I find them I just don't even question it I just I remember it was a library book and so I someone must have recommended it and I picked it up and and you I, loved it so much and posted about it I, and I yeah. was telling you earlier today that my husband <laughs> saw your post this is in 2014 as you pointed out yeah. and he read it at your recommendation because this actually is his jam right 
And I'm sure you had posted about a ton of books you probably ignored, but for yeah. whatever reason, I well, I, I did. Must have been I, the I description. Yeah, I was glowing about it for sure. And he then loved it, and at the time tried to convince me to read it because he was. I mean, yeah, come I on, come on. I don't know why I didn't. Probably because he told me what it was about, and I was like, eh, that's not, not my thing. Yeah, I should have listened to you. I should have listened. I should have listened. Yeah. So, so you during this, you will be the perspective of. The person who has read the book and That's I right. am the I am just watching the TV series yeah which, which I think is, is good oh so fun I really love that the other thing is I did read it so long ago that That's yes, true. it That's started what he to said. come back yeah. to me as I was watching it it definitely did I felt like this is familiar this is I, I remember this happening and as far as I understand it's a pretty faithful adaption but either way I I feel like I'm coming to it with some fresh eyes but also really some deep understanding of where this is all going and what this story is about. And so right. I won't feel confused where I don't know if it will be confusing for well, that, someone who I'm, doesn't. I'll let you know if I'm yeah. confused. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> but so I was in love with this first episode. Oh. And you enjoyed it as well. I loved it. Oh, I loved yay. it. I really this is did. so exciting. I know, I really did. That's and so I understand, you know, it's a pilot. We're just getting sort of things set up. Yeah. You know, it's not, I don't know exactly where we're going, um, mm -hmm. but I, I have some sense. But, you know, it is like any pilot. We're just kind of getting introduced to the to what's happening and the, the relevant players. But still, I thought it was beautifully done. Yeah. And, the, and the, it planted the questions and seeds. And now I'm just, I want, I'm two others came out. We're only talking about one, but now I'm dying to go to the next Watch two. them. Oh, that's so exciting. It's so I, weird. I don't know what it is. I'm, this is not my thing. And the book just had me so hooked. And whatever it was in the book is translating. Now, I wasn't sure if I was carrying it from the book to the show, but it sounds like, no, it sounds no. like it's in the book. It's in the show itself, it, if you're it picking is. up on it, too. Yeah. It is. And, you know, I, in addition to not being, you know, into this post-apocalyptic world type sci-fi, whatever, I also, everybody's been talking about this, was like, does, who wants to watch a show about a mm, pandemic during yes, a pandemic? Okay, I mean, okay. just let's just get to, in yes. addition to this normally not being my jam, this is probably a lot of people going, whoa, why do I want to watch a book? I mean, yeah. watch a movie. Uh, about this but clearly and how did you it, feel about that so let's talk about that a little bit so at first I when I read what it was about and we're going to do this I'm like ooh, I don't know but it's it's immediately clear that this is much more extreme version yes. of a pandemic than what mm -hmm. we've were confronted with so I was like okay I mean and the sickness in this series which is some sort of flu instantly just like starts taking out humans in right. mass like people, quantities and like it's, in the middle of driving a car just die. right right and like planes just crashing yeah i mean so yeah. it it's not an exaggeration to say this was much more like an end of the world type situation mm -hmm. yeah. and so at that point i was like, okay i mean this is not really about to me and from what i do know of it because i do read a little bit not spoilers but just mm -hmm. generally from what i understand this is not a story about being in a pandemic, oh, which no. I probably would not want to no. sit through. Right. But it is, I'm encouraged by the fact that I think it is more about the story of, you know, human connection and yeah. what happens after yeah, and guessing, rebuilding. Yeah, I'm guessing, I mean, really, all of this 
pandemic, like the the night of the the realization, the whatever, is really going to be contained. I think to this first episode. Yeah, I think so too. Like Even you're not though, really. That's it. That's yeah. just sort of the catalyst, and then it's like everything from after that. Well, and even though there'll be flashbacks, flashbacks but right. it's really to like life before and life after. Life after it's really yes. not having to do with we're like this is coming you know that yes, kind of tone I exactly think was really for because if there had been more scenes like the small kids with their masks on in mm. the er yeah. with the er doctor being like your parents are in good hands like i couldn't yeah. watch more of that, that i mean was, even yeah. just those little tidbits like that and people coughing i'm like oh okay oh, yeah. okay a little too close to home but again i am i do believe that is not where the rest of this is going so i do feel i feel okay about that and then i did i did see a new york times article that said this is the most uplifting show about mm. life after the end of the world that you are likely to see and so i'm like okay I'm good. Yes. We're going to be uplifted. <laughs> yes. I I take that away as well. Um, I thought it was really interesting that this book was written in 2014, a yes. long time ago. Actually really inspired by the actual swine flu of 2009. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't re- know if you remember, I had a newborn baby at that time. And I was like freaked out about the swine really? flu. I remember being very aware of it and freaked out by it and oh my god I was pregnant I remember that but you know I don't freak out about any of these things so (laughs) the wrong person asked but yeah I do remember that's why Mm -hmm. that that definitely felt a little different to me but um but she had people have been thinking I guess when the this coronavirus pandemic hit people were like reaching out to Emily like how did you know and Mm -hmm. you know I think she had given an interview and she was basically like anybody who studies these things knew something was coming and so mm-hmm. she actually got a lot wrong and I think not wrong meaning she's not Dr. Fauci right she yeah. <laughs> she was making a dramatic you know piece of entertainment slash art whatever she so she didn't she wasn't looking for accuracy but the thing is if you're going to suggest she's some sort of scientist prophet really this is pretty off yeah. base you know mm-hmm. so right <laughs> Which I thought was it's funny. It's fiction. Yeah, yes. exactly. It's total fiction. It's exactly. fiction, people. <laughs> this is her complete imagination. And of course, she wants to go over the top because that's what good fiction should do, take everything to extreme. So um, what else? So what did you – oh, wait, about the pandemic before we go away from that. There were mm-hmm. – I did have moments when I felt mm-hmm. like – because it is very specific, this episode, about finding out that it's happening, especially with, with Gion. And mm-hmm. I felt, I was like, ooh, this is this is a little close to home. Like, it made me think about when I first oh. remembered, like, yeah. what, what, what was happening, when we realized what was happening. And basically, which is really just, you know, a lot of places, schools were closed down, work, you know, places were shut down. And it was supposed to be for two weeks. And Mm -hmm. then it was all gonna, we were all gonna be back online. And it's funny, because Jivan has that amazing moment on the train platform. And he's clearly having some sort of panic attack. And Mm -hmm. he's like, freaking out. But I remember my first reaction was to be inconvenienced and angry. Yes, of course, me too. 100%. But, like, yeah. 
You know, yeah, like, like what great. the hell am I going to do working at home with yes, kids with at kids. home mm-hmm. at like trying to go to school? Which, what? in fairness to you, I think was most people's reaction. Of I don't, yes. yeah, 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 mine but too. But did you have a, a moment like that? Where that, I thought that? Where, no, like Gian did on the uh, platform. An anxiety attack type well, moment? Well, not an anxiety, just a moment of when you were like, oh God, this is This is real. Yeah, and something <sighs> big. And I I had mine in the grocery store, which is what I felt was really got wrong in this mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Because the grocery store was empty. Of people and full that's of what, food. That's what I didn't understand. It when they said that scene, upset. that overview, I thought it was going to be that things were being pillaged, which, yes. geez, we all know that's exactly what happens. Yes. Everyone go, We get a little report of a, a of rainstorm a here, or snow, yes. and people are buying out every Two water inches. bottle. Yes. That's what I didn't understand. I was like, wait, yeah. is everybody already dying? Yes. That's well, what I did. Yeah, in the, sh- in the show slash book that in this story, that is what's happening. It is, mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to demonstrate that people didn't even get to panic. They freaking just died. Right. But that yes. did bother me. Not, it, bo- it didn't bother me in the show. It just brought to me, because that's when I had my first, oh my God, like here I am at fucking Morton Williams, like trying to get pasta to keep my kids alive for who knows how long like that was my first panic moment of like oh god and I didn't even know if it was a big deal or not the flu but I know people are can be fucked up and people were hoarding food hoarding yes and being in New York City it was it felt it felt really terrible and I'm not saying I had a panic attack but that was our that was my moment of like remember being in the fucking spaghetti pasta line or aisle of my local grocery store and just freaking out and also grocery stores in Manhattan yes they fill lots of food because there's lots millions of people here but there's one on every block and so yes they don't actually have a lot of food there's like five boxes of spaghetti they can't stock you know it's not target yeah exactly so mm-hmm. it was I had my moment of panic of like oh my god what if my family can't eat because people have hoarded the, all their food <laughs> So the moment that freaked me out a little in the, uh, is kind of similar to that in this was when he finds out from his sister, that, like you're talking about on the train, but then he looks at the news on his phone and you hear yeah. sort of in the background the newscaster going, you know, drink plenty of water, water. and avoid people with flu-like symptoms. And that, all the the whole news media and mm-hmm. the information we receive about these things, yeah. I feel... That's when I start to freak out a little thinking, I know I'm the person that just is going to believe what they fucking tell me. Yeah. Possibly to my detriment. Yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah, okay, well, they told me to drink, drink water. I'm going to be good and then yeah. I'll be dead, you know, because I listened to <laughs> the thing. And, you know, just like access to information and mm. be- just have to, how you have to just accept what, what, what information is given to you about these things. And as we all know, with this pandemic now, there's such conflicting information yes. and it's politicized information. And yes. that kind of, I don't know what to believe, freaks me out. It's, it still it, freaks me out. It is. Every day it freaks yeah. me out. Yeah, yeah. And that's the part of this that when they said that, I'm like, oh, and of course, yeah. always like this is what happens. Oh, they tell you so one thing and wow, you don't know what to believe. And had he not had his own sister who, of course, he trusts. Right. Being an ER doctor telling him to yeah. go do it. Like whole up. 
don't come yes. out. Yes, I did up. really love. I it didn't feel like hoarding because the whole place was empty and full of food <laughs> but man that was great like what was that eight shopping it was cart? almost ten thousand dollars worth of food. Yeah, it was like nine thousand so so and then what he just happens to have bungee cords to connect I them know, all the cards together i mean there were some things where i was like and how far is his brother oh frank's gosh, apartment ridiculous. building from there and i don't know you've got young kids i mean I, they're older than eight now we've both had eight-year-old kids in the cold oh, they're not freaking walking oh, that far pushing that girl is so kirsten out. is like asking insightful questions yes. and where are we going and i'm like she was fantastic she's great fantastic. but it is a little bit like oh yeah not believable not believable come on <laughs> like, well maybe somebody else's kid not mine yeah. not mine they'd yeah. be complaining yeah. And like, this is too far and what's, I mean, she does ask questions, but she asks like very insightful adult-like questions. Yes. Um, well, I mean, so another thing I want to talk about is the tone of this show and which is, I think what struck me again, I read this book, what is it? Six, seven years ago. And a lot of it has left me, but the way that book made me feel, this is being really captured in the show. And one of them, the, the, the bizarre things is that it's so dark and creepy, but it's funny. Yes. And I love how she was so insistent that she is an actress and that's what she wants mm-hmm. to do and that's what she her purpose she loves. in life. And yes, yeah. exactly. And he's like, when he says, yeah, it takes a long time to figure out what you want to do. And she was like, oh, yeah, like, I'm eight. I'm eight. Like, I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm working on this for eight whole years. <laughs> Exactly. That was so good. I, and there were their just, dynamic is great. Yeah, yeah. It really is. He's good. I like Javon. Yeah, I, I mean, was, I was into it too. Yeah, the the performances were all I thought amazing, uh, but the the tone and there are I remember. There's still a line I I still to this day remember, and I won't give it away because I hope they'll incorporate it into the show that I still can laugh at today thinking about. And that was seven years ago, and I'm talking about a line. It, it wow. is, and I, I'll, I'll call it out when when it comes, and if it never comes, I'll tell you. But don't tell me. Yeah, okay. I will. But I, so there, how she managed to be so kind of highbrow and also dark and apocalyptic and funny at the same time, and how they're translating that into the show is beyond me. But I freaking love it. I love it. It's. So what do you think of the uh, time jumping structure? Like, is that working for you? Because yeah. it really just goes back and forth. Sometimes there are time stamps, mm-hmm. but other times it's just we know because of images of, you know, like overgrown Chicago, we know must be yeah. like in the future or post the, yes. the pandemic, you know. It, but it, it goes from scene to scene sometimes. And I, I followed it. I did. And sometimes I get nervous with uh, time jumping, jumping shows. But I uh, I agree. But there was just something about... And, and again, I'm so glad to hear you say the same thing because I had wondered if maybe I just trusted the book and that I knew it would make sense in the end. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I didn't get caught up in it. But I did even feel it watching the show. I just felt so, I, I felt like I was in secure hands, storytelling mm-hmm. hands. And that. Yes, that's a good I point. wasn't going to get tripped up. Like whether I noticed if it was 80 days later or I saw a timestamp or no timestamp, I just had a trust that there. I, this is going to make sense to me. And that 
more important than making sense, it's something to be like consumed and like mm-hmm. just taken in and letting it wash over you as opposed to being like, wait, now there's nothing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be, mm-hmm. you know, as much as I love a mystery and, or a thriller where I'm trying to figure something out, there's nothing to figure out in this in this no. show, in this right. book. And so you really can just like kind of let it wash over you as yes. the way it, it comes. And so I'm that's, so glad to hear you felt that too. Yes, and that's such a good point. The other thing I was thinking is that we've, one thing we've all learned during the pandemic is like, what is fucking time? Oh anymore? yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I've oh, lost two I years. Can't I can't believe I, it's going to be 2022 in a matter of right, days. Right. What? So... So this whole like you bringing me twenty years ahead, twenty years back, yeah. Mister Storyteller sure. here, You're like fine, fine. Yeah. What is time? Right. I don't know. But I've you're been... right. I guess that's another variation of what you're saying. Of just I sort of sort of trusted, like yeah, mm-hmm. and I was following yeah. at all points. But also I was like, whatevs. I want to. Yeah. I'm watching what's going to happen with these two and others. But for yeah. now, it's kind of focused on these two. Yeah. And I'm just going to see where it goes. Just see where it goes. I think uh, just I I've, it's funny that 2020 will forever be marked in my mind, obviously, as the year that the pandemic hit. But 2021, where did that what what, what was 2021? Did that exist? That's I, what I'm saying. I, have no, I don't even know. I have no understanding of 2021. I mean, every time I say oh, so I did this, you know, that was a year ago. I'm like, oh my God, the lost year. Actually, that was two years ago. Actually, maybe it's three. I have no No idea. idea. So What is also amazing about this, I mentioned, I started to say before and I got got sidetracked as I always do. Um, This book came out in 2014. This show started filming pre-COVID. (gasps) Oh. I did not they know had that. no idea. They had been working on the adaptation for a long time, and they had no idea COVID was going to come. Obviously, yeah, but it's holy crazy though that they were like, you know, this could have been one of those things that hey, this feels really timely right now, even though, and they could have rested on the fact that it's not actually a COVID book. It's not a you know this is this is an old no. book, and they yeah. could have decided to go into production however they needed to do now understanding there'd be obstacles but but things did go on in the entertainment business they could have picked this up right after the pandemic hit and like this is timely now no this started filming in i think it was february or january of 2020 and they filmed for two months before the pandemic and they were like oh we gotta shut down for a little while and uh, we all know how that story goes yeah but that's insane isn't it it's oh, that's wild. I mean, it really is. Oh, so I don't know. I don't know what to I don't know what that says about this show is either incredibly destined to be or it's incredibly cursed, whatever it is, uh, whatever it is, I'm into it. And I do think that had they managed to wrap filming, it might have been too early to release. And even yeah. though it's not the same and all that, I think I believe, you know me, I lean on the side of divine timing really meaning something and so I think that they started it before the pandemic so that no one could question whether they were trying to capitalize on the pandemic COVID pandemic but Mm -hmm. right and then it they had enough break and to give us time to digest a little and be ready for the story and that the timing is just right right exactly Mm -hmm. 
So what about the graphic novel mm-hmm. Station Eleven yes. within this story? Now that's where I wonder it since you've read the book. Yeah. Is it hard because like you won't do spoilers, but when a when a book is a show is adapted from a book, in some sense you you oh, yeah. do inherently no spoilers. Yes. So from my perspective, that's one of the things coming out of this pilot, not knowing what role it's going to play that is super interesting to me i mean what oh, is, what is this yeah. graphic novel who is that woman that wrote it mm-hmm. what is her relationship with arthur yeah. and clearly i have to believe since it bears the title of the show yeah. it has an important role yes. going forward <laughs> yeah. but i'm fascinated and in terms of something that they've laid the foundation for like that to me i want to know like what does that have to do going forward and then of course in the final scene of this episode right. where she where they're clearly she's grown up yep. kirsten yep she's looking at that so yes. what is she's like happening studying. yeah she's studying is yes. it's some sort of roadmap yeah. guide inspiration i don't know this is something interested. that's very interesting to me because it was a big part of the book i think it will probably play a consistent i think it will be consistent with the book but this is one of those things where visual cues mm. feel different i the book the the graphic novel has a weight that i didn't feel i was interested in the book it was there in the book but it has a weight i don't there's something about looking at it like i get right. to see the pictures i never got to see the pictures in that's the, a good point yeah. and there is something i don't think it's overplaying it i don't i think i think it's just a beautiful difference that i'm really interested to look at because I, I, it has a different impact on me. It really does. Mm-hmm. And in a good way, I think. Uh, I don't think, again, I don't think it's overplaying. It, it, it is quite an important piece in, in the... Um, in the story. In the story and yeah, the plot. So, so that's um, a question that I'm interested in. Yeah, yeah. I also want to know, like, who else I'm going to meet. I mean, clearly in this type of story, we're going to... I've seen enough of these. I did watch Leftovers, mm-hmm. Lost... I don't know what's the oh my god the one with the zombies dead dead walking dead okay. you know anything where like did you watch any of these none <laughs> okay well you know because what happens is in these like the the after you know yeah. you have the people you were with you know like right. he was with Jivan and Kirsten I don't know what happened to his brother yeah, I, I I don't know when they at the end when they left the apartment it was only the two of them. Yeah. I don't know what happened there. That's another question I have. But in all of these shows, it's then, okay, once you go out, as they're doing mm-hmm. at the end of this episode, mm-hmm. who will you find? Yeah. Who else has survived? Like, who will you meet along the way? I yes. mean, that's how these shows have multiple seasons. You know, you, you come upon another group that is building something or living this way. I mean, they're these shows, I, I say they're not my jam, and yet I've seen a lot of them. And yes. <laughs> apparently. It's, it's so funny. But, and, and it's so funny that you say that, and I'm also going to say I've never watched any of those shows. But when mm-hmm. I was young, I was obsessed with, like, zombie type of, like, end of the, the zombie apocalypse type movies. I okay. loved those. And I think what I loved about them was even though it was, like, scary, because I loved scary movies as a little kid, loved them could not freaking get enough of them and I think that you know it's a story about survival yes a Mm -hmm. lot of people are gonna die but it is ultimately 
the reason we're following whoever we're following yes. is because it's, that they've survived figured out how to survive and yes. probably will to the end continue to yeah mm-hmm. and so i really love that survival story i love yes. to see that it, i don't know there's just something uplifting about it even though literally everything is damaged and terrible and scary yes yes it's like but how do they build from where they are now and 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 about the these are the ones that have beat the odds yes and i love that you're facing unknown Mm -hmm. and unseen dangers that happens in the zombie apocalypse movies too it's like what even is out what even is out there because you don't exactly because you have no idea yeah but i always watch these and think what would I be like? Mm. I think I would be terrible. I, I mean, it, you know, I don't know. Like the people who figure out how to, to like dumb this down, like how to build a fire with two sticks. Right. It's not that, but like right. who are resourceful yeah. and who manage to, you know, look at the situation that they're in now that they've never been in before and figure out a way, like you said, to survive, to build, to thrive, you know? And then people play the roles that they play. Like some people become the leaders. Some people, you know, whatever, you know, Mm -hmm, they, some people become the teachers. Some people then, their kids then born in that, yes, the hunter-gatherer. Then there's kids who are born in that, which I assume will happen here in this afterworld and they don't even know about the other one and all that and I'm like what role would I be that's what I always think of when I watch this I, mean, I do too but I definitely I fancy myself a survivor so I definitely yeah. think of myself as like I would have been one of the ones to survive I would be the resourceful scrappy you know hunting through mm-hmm. grocery stores and yeah. yeah, that's Scavenging. good. I wonder. The point yeah. is I wonder yeah. about myself, <laughs> my, I think that's my ability in there. I think that's an interesting exercise. I think that's what I think that's what you're intended to do, at least to some point. To, in these. To think, yeah. yeah, to think, where would I be in all this? And maybe people see within these characters or these different roles, like what they think their, their role would be if it happened to them. I mean, that is, yeah, you watch and you think, Holy shit, what if this happened? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. So do we think at the end of this that they've been, how long, we don't know how long they've been locked in? in 80 days. 80 days. Oh, that's right. It said 80 days prior. Okay, so 80 days. That food, that $10,000 worth of food lasted them? I mean, these are the questions I have. I think so. We don't know what happened to the brother. a lot of processed shit. Right? Oh, yeah, that shit lasts forever. Yes. We don't know where the brother is, right? (laughs) Right. You don't know where Frank is. Although Frank and, was a shut-in, so he was not going to leave. I mean, right, right. he wasn't going to really leave anyway. But And they were going to the lake? Is that what he yes, said at the end? The lake, okay. Yes, yes. Right. And, uh, and, and then, then obviously happens? we hear the, the him say, Kirsten, we're rehearsing again mm-hmm. at the very last scene. So presumably they've brought with them or forth in this however 20 years later some kind of arts or yeah. a play mm-hmm. I don't know which right. I think I understand will be part of it yes then then how how create the creation of art yes I, is going to play into it which is super interesting to me so I I'm, feel like that could be a role I could play. See there, oh, look there's a role I could play in yes, my post-apocalyptic universe. There you go. <laughs> I love that. Yes, I loved, but but remind me, 
Jivan, though, we don't know if he's there with her. I didn't know who yelled. I thought it was him who yelled to her. Okay. Kirsten were rehearsing, but you're right. I actually meant to rewind and listen. Maybe we're not meant to know. Right. It's a good point. Right. I Uh, think in my head it looked like an older version of him. Right. But it was not clear. Okay. Good point. Yeah. Um, Did you think it was him or? Well, I don't, I don't want to say. Oh, okay. Got it. I wanted to know what, yeah. What, okay, so what, that's what I assumed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think that that, that makes sense. Um, I think I was more focused on her and the book anyway. Yes, right? yes. Like, well, first I was like, oh, wow. Oh, oh, that's Kirsten. Oh, she's grown yeah. up. Oh, yeah. And then I saw the the comic or the graphic novel yes. and her yeah, studying that. And I was trying to read the page, like exactly what it said. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, so also in the book you don't have any indication this is the other thing in the book it's told from i don't i i assume it's third person a very close third person but you're in you're with kirsten and she's just reading this book and you think it's more of like a touchstone it doesn't ever feel like at least in the beginning it feels like just a private thing it doesn't feel like something that's gonna mean something later but i felt I don't, I, I don't know if that's because I know what happens or if it was just the way they positioned it. It felt like it was more important than just to her in, yes. in the story, right? Didn't you? you that's what it felt like yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And I, again, know nothing. And that's why I right. said this is a big question mark for me. Yeah. Like, what is the role of this? Because it seems It'll like it will feature prominently or importantly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two other. Th- so one of the things that really delighted me. Now, listen. You know me, Kate. I love terrible people. I love terrible people. (laughs) And when I watch them, they light me up and they delight me. And I like to think about why they're like this and what happened Mm -hmm. to them and what made them this way. And were they born this way? Did something terrible happen to them? Did Did they do something? Whatever. I love to... This is what I love. I love the more complicated, the more terrible the more you know i i I get really deep into that Mm -hmm. i I know but yet i loved jivan yes and he's such i mean he is just such a wonderful sweet kind Kind. man so kind so kind the humanity but not in this sappy no, or no 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 whatever no the exactly. humanity he is yes. just a wonderful specimen of human being and that is not i don't i'm starting to wonder if that's really hard to do because it is right because i think characters that are quote unquote good or quote unquote nice are very are different they don't feel like they have the dimension that he had i don't know why i it must be the circumstances one that he was so that he was willing to jump up and help the actor who was. Dying. I was just gonna say right out of the gate right. from that opening scene, and just the way he's staring at him, mm-hmm. Arthur, when he's yeah. having the heart attack, and the acting. I mean, oh, I think yeah. he conveyed so many yeah. things, even without saying anything, that there was a complexity that made it immediately more than oh, the good Samaritan who just maybe it's because he ran up there and actually didn't know what to do yeah he actually had yeah. no he's like where's the doctor i can't believe there's no right. doctor what's going on like, so like afterwards like so you ran up here but you don't, don't know cpr no. no 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 but he's sort of like but also 
where is the but, re- like I, is it Kirsten right. who says like how yeah, come she does. came up and he's like why didn't everyone else right maybe I'm just the first what? one yeah like I, that and then what you learn from his sister with the Yoohoo story yeah and he was the one that picked the strawberry I mean was I supposed to take from that just that he's gonna be different or the independent mm-hmm. thinker or the yeah. one who's gonna do his own thing yeah. and how Whatever. wonderful that she told that story when she must have known he was having a panic attack yes that that she, he was drowning and, in that moment mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. was like hey hey let me ground you remember this time when we were kids and you did that and you threw up and it was great and he was yes. like yeah yeah I do remember it worked it, it that did. was so beautiful so and at first beautiful. I didn't know who it was. I assumed it was his sister, mm. but I didn't realize. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was so good. No, but he, Javon is, you're right, a very complex. Yeah, but just incredibly kind. And also, yeah. you know, I don't know if, again, I had just the benefit of, of having read the book. It seemed, and now in the book, this was not the case. But when you watch an older man, and you know, a full-grown adult man, getting very involved with this eight-year-old girl, like uh, it could, and point. it was creepy. Could have been weird. Yeah, I mean, there were moments when, even though, and I knew, I knew what was happening. I was like, "This is fucking creepy, dude. This is creepy." And yet, but somehow, though, it didn't feel it. it with it's him. so true. It didn't. I, I only remarked it. Like intelligently, or or yes, think from my your thought, intellectually, yes, you realize exactly. this is weird, but you didn't but I've feel that never way. felt that way. I no. never did. And no, and then when he lies to her oh to say, "Oh my God! Oh wait! Yeah, they oh, just actually, your parents me. did. Yeah. Oh, gosh, and she was so happy. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, but also I was like, where the fuck are her parents? And then I was like, they're dead. Okay, <laughs> yes, but I think he realized that eventually. Yeah. But at first, I'm saying in the beginning, I'm like. Yeah. No, but where, why are they not coming to pick her up? And wait, why are they not home? Right. And then as the news got worse about it, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, and Victims. and how he's also he's also not perfect. He's not some sort of robot, right? He He's no, frustrated, yeah. but he's like, fuck, I can't leave you here. Like when right. they're at her apartment. He's like, what about some neighbors? Tell me anybody who cares about you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he was clearly getting frustrated. And that was. He almost let her take a cab after yeah, the. Yeah. I mean, so oh, yes, there was. How to, yeah, right. Her into it. Right. But that's to your point. There, there's. He wasn't just one dimensional. Like, oh, the nice guy. Yeah. No. No. At every was... turn. Like at every turn was doing the right thing. No. Sometimes he got frustrated. He panicked. He got out of the subway when it wasn't the stop you know you know mm-hmm. he is definitely three-dimensional but his humanity overrides everything else and then there's also the the moment when that suv is is going into the tree and he's like has to see what's going on wants to check on the driver he cares he wants mm-hmm. to help him and then as soon as he realizes He's that like, person sick. Don't open don't the get, door. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got a kid I a here. Kid. Oh, I've got gosh. a kid. I know. And that's complex because he wants to help, but also he knows the best thing to do at that point is to save her, himself, and her, and stay in the car and die. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's complex. Oof. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Holy cow! Yeah. I mean, so I really hope that's Javon at the end because I hope he's not gone. Because <laughs> 
Yeah. I hope he continues. Yeah. But, and uh, my last point is just how freaking great the music was. I loved it. <gasps> the music. Oh, oh my God. Thank so you. Good. That's my, I have on there. I'm yeah. just like music in all caps in my notes. Oh so my good. gosh. So well Even placed. The, yes. Such great choices. But, the song that I guess is the theme song when, when the credits finally were not credits, but what the intro, you know, it came a little late into the, yes, it did. That's that right. song, whatever that song yeah. was, was so good too. Yeah. Yeah. Really oh, good. Oh, there was one other part I thought was so good too is when, um, towards the end when, uh, they look out the window and they see the plane crash. Oh. And so now, now, you know, it's just shit is going down yes. and, he gets a, the call from his sister yeah. and that was it a voicemail when she's like I'm glad you guys are together it's quiet here now and then over her message you just hear all the voices yeah. you know they played like oh, on a loop of just basically so powerful, powerful <gasps> of basically everybody across the city right. making that yes. final it phone call it reminded me of 9-11 completely of where people I got these voicemails yeah. from people, but they Same. put them sort of all together, yeah. playing over each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was really that powerful. Was, that was very moving. Yeah. For, and again, you know, not something that was in the book, right? It is not that couldn't be in the book. The could way never that, be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm loving, loving this, which is so good because we were both pretty skeptical for different reasons, but we were both pretty skeptical. And even though I knew in my heart of hearts how much I loved this book and how much it has stayed with me, I was not excited to watch the show. (laughs) I was was like, eh, eh. And you weren't excited and that probably factored into it too. And I was like, eh, I don't even know. Maybe we'll just do one episode and just let it be. But it sounds like oh, we're yeah. really in this one. Yeah, yeah, we're oh, in it. Okay. And and two and three are out. So, yeah. you know, we're going to be covering that. But I'm not sure. I, I can wait. I might have to. Yes. I got to go see what's going to happen. Yeah, it's good. And I know it's not one of those. It's like, not. You're not. But yeah. still, I want to. I mean, that, like I said, was very just like laying the foundation. Now I want to get in there. Yes. Get into the story. So I have to say, I have to. I have a little confession here. I think Emily Mandel has come out with two books since then or just one. Is it just one? No. I think it's just one so far, but then the second one's coming out this year. Okay. I haven't okay. even thought you about didn't. picking up anything else. Do you know what that one's about? The Glass Hotel. Oh, okay. The one that came out. No, I don't know. I don't I didn't really look. I don't know. What is wrong with me? I feel I don't like know. I should have loved I, I should have been all over that, right? Yes. What is what wrong the heck? with me? I don't know. I I think you got to check it out. I think I should, right? So if anyone has read them, please. We got to post that on social media too. Like other books. Have you read the, yes, the others. Yeah. Well, what is this Sea of Tranquility? Oh yeah, that's the other one. That's that's coming out this April. Oh, that's coming out April 5th. Okay. Mm -hmm. And the Glass Hotel came out, I think last year. But it's just not like me to, when I look, but I, I'll just keep blaming it on the fact that this Station Eleven was not a book I should have ever picked up. <laughs> right, and, I, and if the Glass Hotel was meant to come to you, uh, you will. know it will. Yeah, it will. This has been Pop Fiction Women with Corinne and Kate. If you enjoyed the show, please tell the complicated women in your life and the men who love them. Yes, tell them to listen. 
and then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com. And keep it complicated.